Hello, and thank you for listening to Good Times, BFFs for Life's podcast. I'm Brooke. And I'm Hannah. And this is where we discuss life's topics through 40 plus years of shared experiences. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about mental health issues in the light of this week's tragedy in Boulder. So mental health has been something that has affected, personally affected both Hannah and I through our lives. And we just thought that maybe since, um, you know, this has just been a real heavy week that maybe we kind of talk about our experiences and just kind of share some stories. Definitely. Yes. Um, I've had, I've dealt with mental health issues ever since I was, um, in high school when I was 15, I was diagnosed with bipolar, which was scary because I didn't know what that was. I was very um, fortunate to have good parents who got me into the doctor right away and um, helped me get through it all. But it was a pretty trying year. But I finally was able to um, get on medications, which I am a proponent of medications because they probably saved my life at that time. Mm -hmm. And then I was very stable for about 15 years on that medication. What about you? Oh yeah, that's right. Um, you know, I think I've, I've always been a super emotional, like overly emotional, sensitive child, but, um, you know, I'm learning that, you know, the past couple of years that that very well could be a, a part of a, um, a, like, well, obviously depression, but maybe a bipolar depression as well. So, um, I'm 40, almost 43 years old, and I'm still learning quite a bit about, about my mental health. And so I think it's, um, so good to, to talk about it, especially, you know, because there are, there's such a stigma and people don't want to talk about it. So, um, I do remember when I was, you know, when I was a kid, I was at one point, I think fifth or sixth grade, and I'm not even sure what came about of it, but I remember having to go see the school counselor. And I think that my teachers thought that maybe I was depressed. And um, I don't know that I remember why I was depressed, but they were pretty um, concerned for me and concerned for my future. So, um, you know, I don't think anything ever came of that, but yeah, I, and then I think beyond that, I think when I really started to notice, um, some problems was in, uh, my early Mm twenties, maybe 23, I think just sad, low lows that I couldn't pull myself out of kind of, you know, so. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I think I had more, when I was diagnosed, I had more of the manic side of it. I don't ever being really super down, but I just remember I probably couldn't sleep. And I was just like wired. Like I had just drinking like 10 cups of coffee and I couldn't, you know, calm myself down. Mm -hmm. And I I don't really trying to look back at it. I don't really know at the time if I realized what I realized something was going on with me, but obviously my parents Mm -hmm. saw it. And I I remember I just, my whole personality kind of changed. I was like this sweet rule following girl. And then I just wanted to break the rules and I didn't care about anything. I, mm-hmm. I always wanted to get good grades. And I remember just not wanting to do my oh, homework. Yeah. I just stopped. I'm like, I don't care. I don't, it doesn't matter anymore. So mm-hmm. I think that was like a red flag to my parents to be like, we need to get our help, mm-hmm. which thankfully, so thankfully that they did. Yeah. But yeah. So thankful. Well, I think your parents too, kind of, um, your mom was a, um, Oh my gosh. I can't even remember with the title. And then 
Your father was a school counselor, wasn't he? he? Was, yep. He was a social school social worker. Yep. So he mm-hmm. probably knew a lot about it. Yeah. Could notice that something was noticed, changing yeah. and not working right. Yep. Um, Oh, I do remember though in high school, I, I know it was a hard time. It was like my, so- I think this happened my sophomore year when I was 15. Uh-huh. And I, I have a memory of my mom telling me that she talked to you about it because I was struggling so much. And she remembers saying how wonderful you were. And when oh. she told me that, she was just crying. She's like, oh, your oh. friend Brooke so amazing. And you made me this little bag. I had to take medication at school, I think. And you made me this little tiny bag that I could hang around my neck. Hey, what you were. <laughs> I wish I had that so I don't know where it was and and you were giving me like little pill boxes that I just like oh I did I don't remember any of that I think my mom was like kind of keeping a journal at that time of like all my she wrote down there that that she she talked she should talk to you in private about it so that you knew it was going and that you were just so wonderful oh wow that makes my day yeah well good I remember that I think I remember talking to your mom about it Okay. And, um, I think I remember like, yeah, something's, something's different, yeah. but I mean, you know, we didn't know, like, yeah, know. I don't, I don't think we really, you know, we just kind of thought we were being wild teenagers. Right. We didn't, you know? I mean, I don't remember talking about it in like school or talking about mental health with our teachers or anything. No, gosh, no, uh-uh. not at all. Very, very hush, yeah. hush. It was very hush, hush. And it's mm-hmm. just sad because you know, people need to get help. Mm-hmm. It's just sad that it's like seen as kind of like, oh, bad. Oh, you have mental right. health. Right. Oh, let's not talk about that. Let's yeah. That is secret. Right. I do remember, um, I think it was about five years ago. I, um, my neighbor rec- recommended a book for me to read. And you guys might think this is kind of weird that I read this book, but it was fascinating. <laughs> um, I read the book written by Dil- Dylan Klebolts, the mother of oh, the yeah. She wrote a book about it. And I remember my husband was like, why would you want to read that book? Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like, I'm just kind of fascinated about people and about why they do things. And this poor mother had no idea that her son was mental, you know, was mentally struggling. Yeah. But she went on to do good things and an advocate for mental health. She's done Ted talks. But the one thing that I remember taking away from that book was she called it not mental health. She called it brain health. Oh, if, you have, if your heart is hurting, if you have your lung problem, you're going to go to the doctor and you're going to get it fixed. I love that. If you're, why not your brain? If your brain is having issues, you need to go get your brain fixed. I just love, <clears throat> excuse me. I love that. She called it brain health mm-hmm. instead of mental health. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's a much better way of looking it's at it. It's a much better way. I think too. I don't, I mean, I've never heard it called that since I read that book, but I think it would be, you know, much you're right. Your brain is an organ. You need to go get help for your brain. We wouldn't just like let our lungs like get sick and not do anything about it. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. I yeah, always was interested about that book. Yeah, it was interesting. It was just like, it's so sad and tragic, but it was just, just to hear it from her perspective as being the mom and having to deal with all that. And it was just, she like would go like the step-by-steps of what went through the step-by-steps of what happened that day of that shooting and mm. everything that led up to it. And she was at work and she got caught and it was just wild. And yeah, that just hurts my stomach. Yeah. It was, yeah, it's, it was wild, but I have respect for her for writing that book and sharing it. You know, Absolutely. Tragedy. Well, yeah. Being open enough to, to, and putting yourself out there because I'm, I'm, I know for sure those people were hated mm-hmm. for so long, despised their monster, oh, the child and stuff. Absolutely. And I think that, um, that probably took a lot of courage for her to it come out did. and, I mean, it's, and it's, write that not their faults. I mean, I'm sure they've let a lot right. of people first blame the parents, blame the parents. Right. right. 
at that time, of course, we weren't talking about mental health. They didn't right. know. No, we weren't. Uh -huh. Nobody was talking about it. So it's like, yeah, it was like a really kind of an eye opener there. Yeah, I think so too. And I think if we, you know, I mean, my hope um, is that this is becoming a bigger topic that teachers can talk to their students about it, that, you know, um, other parents, if they notice something, you know, could, could, you know, boost kids up or just kind of, mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that there's a lot of opportunities to help. And just like your parents kind of noticed that there was a struggle there, something going on. Um, you know, if, if we face it, if we look at it and not overlook it, you know, I think that that's going to exactly help us all out. Speaking of kids, we haven't yeah. talked about this yet, but we each, each have one child. Uh, Brooke has a son, Devin, who's seven, and I have a daughter, Charlotte, who's seven. But speaking of mental health, she came home the other day and was ta talking about, I need to have positive self-talk. Oh, like, wow. She does a class at her school and it's called social emotional. Yeah. Like an extra elect or an extra special they do. And it's, it's been interesting to have her come home and tell me about that class and how they get breathing techniques and they talk about when they're angry. And mm. that was just interesting when she said, I, we talked about positive self-talk. So Ooh. now when she gets mad or if she says something negative, I'm like, Charlotte, remember you need to have some positive self-talk because it's yeah. very, I mean, I know I'm horrible at negative self-talk to myself. Uh -huh. I get so hard on myself. Uh -huh. and, it, and I know I shouldn't, but I always do with certain issues. Mm -hmm. So it's good. You know, that was kind of a reminder for me. Oh yeah. Charlotte's learning that I need to be more aware when I'm doing negative self-talk in my mind. Yeah. Well, it's such so, a rabbit hole and such a habit sometimes that you don't realize you're doing it until you're already in there. I know. And then I feel like it's just, that doesn't end with me. Mm -hmm. I try hard to, uh, not be negative with myself, but it's hard there. Um, I'd also heard, I had heard a quote kind of along those same lines that, um, says, uh, beware of the words you tell yourself. Mm. So, and it's just like the stories that you tell yourself of what happened, you know, at the grocery store or when somebody honked their horn, sometimes I get so upset if somebody honks their horn at me, me too. <laughs> why do you have to do that? <laughs> but then I'll like for the rest of the day, just brood about it. God, you know, how so stupid I should have done whatever. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I know that's great. I'm glad that, that they're doing that in school. Yeah, I'm glad that she is, you know, they're doing that too. It's really good. Positive for the kids. Mm -hmm. What's that one called? Uh, the one for the class that she's in is called yeah. a social, it's just called social emotional, Oh, social emotional. She has it. She doesn't have it every day. She gets it for a couple of days. And then mm -hmm. I don't know, every month she has it a couple of days with it or something, but That's awesome. it's really good. Yeah. There was something else I saw recently. I want to say it's called Moxie and I can't remember the other part of the name, but it's like this little robot for kids Oh. and a parent, there's an app with it, of course. And so the parent can put in, you know, some um, events in there that the child's going to deal with. Like a, a, their example was a dentist appointment. So um, the robot in the morning was like, hey, I heard you have a dentist appointment today. You know, think this thought or whatever. Tell me how it goes when you get home or something. And then, you know, if the, the kid is having a hard time with a friend, I guess there was something that the mom could type in there and then the robot asked about it and then the kid talked to the robot or whatever cool. get, uh, yeah it was really interesting I think that um you know 
uh, you know, Devin's kind of, my son is seven too. And he's going through kind of just trying to figure out how to be a person in society, like how to be a friend, how to, you know, keep friends. And, um, Mm -hmm. and I think that, uh, you know, it's good for them to find their words and be able to put words to their feelings. So yeah, absolutely. I think that's neat. I've never, never heard of that before. Mm -hmm. Sounds pretty cool. So what has been your, um, experiences with medications? Um, you know, I've had, I've probably for my mental health have taken probably only three different kinds in high school. I had to try a few different kinds, kinds because of, um, side effects. One of the first kinds I tried made me gain like 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. I I didn't weigh that much to begin with. So it was kind of noticeable. So, um, yeah, I, so I, then I got on another one, which strangely, strangely enough was actually a medication for seizures, but apparently those work with, um, mental health too. So, and I got on that one and that was the one that really just worked. Mm-hmm. And I was on it for, from 15 till I was about 30 or 31 when I wanted to um, have a child. And then I had to get off of the medication because of possible birth defects to the child. And I was kind of worried. I was like, I don't know if this is going to be good for me or what's going to happen or all these crazy, you know, feelings and thoughts going to come back if I take it off of it. But I was very, very fortunate that I was really like stable. I've got stable and I didn't have to be on that. I have not been on that medication since. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. I'm pretty fortunate. I, I, I don't think that happens a lot, especially with bipolar. I think you're not really supposed to get off the meds because uh-huh. you can go back to how it was. But so I was off that. What? It's been how many years has that been? Gosh, that's been a Eight long time. <laughs> a long time. I've been off yeah. that for. 12 years or something. So I've been, but ever since the pandemic, which Mm -hmm. obviously has caused a lot of anxiety for a lot of people Mm -hmm. and depression and use all sorts of feelings. And I I felt like, well, actually that was before the pandemic. I was feeling very anxious, well, a little bit before the pandemic, I was anxious, but I didn't think about getting on meds, but you know, during the pandemic's like, yeah, I think I need to do something about this. I can't just be having these knots in my stomach and feeling crazy. And mm-hmm. I sometimes worry a lot about what others think, which I try not to, but then I'm like, oh gosh, this isn't happening. I'm not doing this and this, and everybody else is doing all these great things and look mm-hmm. at me, I'm doing nothing or something. Mm-hmm. So, which is not good either. That's negative, <laughs> but so then I did, doesn't help. No. So I did get on some meds for anxiety. I think they helped, but you know, I'm still wondering if I should switch back to another one, but mm-hmm. you know, it's just kind of a trial and error. I feel like sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh what yeah. About, what about you? So, um, in my early twenties, when I started to kind of notice that, I think that I started, um, Zoloft okay. and I think I tried a couple of different ones here and there. Um, again, there was a stigma, um, you know, family members, it was, you know, I'm always like a super upfront and whatever, you know, here's who I am and take it or leave it. But, um, you know, I've started to feel like sharing that was not the best way to go just because I would hear everyone's comments about it and judgments and stuff. And, um, so anyway, uh, back and forth, I just kind of, I took it then I stopped taking it. I think my uh, general practitioner prescribed at first 
And then um, I took that for a little while and then stopped. And then I think when things were getting um, worse again, I was having just terrible um, three day long panic attack, mm. just where my stomach was gripped. And, um, I just like, didn't feel like I had control of, um, my life and that I was doing, you know, I put myself in the wrong, wrong, um, uh, I don't know, uh, oh, shoot, I can't even think of the right word, but, uh, I think it was a relationship that I was in. And so mm-hmm. I was, I kept like, I did this to myself. I can't get out now. How am I going to get out? You know? Yeah. And, you know, when you're right in it, you just don't think you can get out, but you can. Yeah. So, um, anyway, that's, I think that's about the time I started counseling quite a bit. Um, and then we also had some, um, a lot of family issues, uh, that caused a lot of additional anxiety and stress Mm -hmm. in my life. And I just couldn't process it and metabolize it in my body. And so I, I ended up getting back on two meds and, um, Zoloft has kind of like been the standard for all those years, um, because it's been the best as far as anxiety goes. And then, like I was saying, you know, that wasn't so helpful with my depression. And I noticed probably over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago that, um, that I was just sad, you know, some just emotional about stupid stuff. Like, and I would get upset and I would cry quite a bit, you know, and I couldn't stop crying. And, and especially it happened a couple of times at work. And that was, I was so embarrassed, so embarrassed, you know? And, um, so I went and talked to this doctor and we kind of, um, have talked through this whole, whole thing. I have, um, some, uh, bipolar manic depression in my family okay. history. And so, um, in looking at that and talking to her about it, we decided to try a medication called Lamictal, also an anti-seizure medication, but it also helps, um, with bipolar depression. And I, you know, that I've been on that probably for almost a year and a half. And I would say that's, that's been amazing to me. Amazing. Just the difference. I feel so much more like stable and I feel like myself. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like I've lost anything in taking it. Um, I feel like I've only gained so Good. I'm such a big proponent of that. Good. My gosh, if there's anything that you can do to, I know, you know, yeah. but it really too, I think it's, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that aren't self-aware or self-awake enough mm-hmm. to, to be able and open to finding out those answers right. about themselves and how to kind of get to a better place. And I, yeah, I, I do think we're fortunate that we're able to understand our bodies enough to know that we need to get mm-hmm. help and that we do get help because a mm-hmm. lot of people again are like, I'm not going to deal with this. I don't mm-hmm. want to go get help. And you know, just recently sure. for me in the last couple of weeks, I've been feeling like I've been going kind of downward a little bit. I mm-hmm. haven't been sleeping good. And that's one of the big signs for me when mm-hmm. I don't sleep. I mean, I slept so good through like this whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now we're kind of coming out of it a little bit. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden I feel like I'm going down, which is not good. And I know that's mm-hmm. not good. And it's not good for my, you know, for my child and my husband. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, I need to, I need to get better. So yeah. I might, I mean, I think I might try and maybe go back and see if I should get back on the medications I was, you know, prescribed in mm-hmm. high school, which was called Tegretol. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But I did in the meantime, 
I'm sure everybody is seeing these on Facebook, all the advertisements for online counseling. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, it's so hard sometimes to find a good counselor and you just try to get in. I remember I always had hard. And sometimes psychiatrists are not the best because they're good with medicine, but I don't feel like they're great, like talking. Yeah. So I recently, um, I just saw, I was actually listening to another podcast and they had advertised this company called Better Help. And I'm like, I'm just going to try it. I went online and I filled out the little survey about all my symptoms. And then they matched me up with a counselor. And a few days later, I got on with it. I was actually, that was just a couple days ago. She was so nice, so easy to talk to. And she gave Mm. me some really great tips of what to try to help myself. So I think that was really important. And I'm really glad I did it because I didn't know if I wanted to, but I knew that I needed something to talk to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Again, getting stuck in your head when you, you know, you think you'll be fine, but right. You, know. you think you can get out of it, but it's, and sometimes I feel like I can, but then I feel like, no, I, I need to get help. Yeah. No, it's not okay to be feeling so yucky and sad or yeah. too wired. Even, even just the, just getting it out of your head. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm anxious. I'm having yeah. some anxiety right now, you exactly. know, just exactly. to get it out of your head and say it out loud makes it so much less than just keeping it in your mind. It's so loud in your mind. Exactly. Yeah. I have been having that trouble just in my mind going around and around. And so at night, all I want to do is like watch Netflix because I can get out of my mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to even do anything else because then I cannot think about my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something else. So I thought that that you had some uh, hard time sleeping at um, was it a couple of years ago, maybe? Yes. Well, I did have, you're right. I did. And that I think was because of my daughter who had a hard time sleeping. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I don't know. She was she woke up like three or four or five times a night. And I was just yeah. like, I'd had it, but yeah, that, I don't feel like that was as much. Okay. My mental health, but that was more of just getting up with her. But yeah, yeah I did. That makes sense. But it's hard when you can't get sleep. I know lots oh, of people gosh. suffer from sleep problems and it's so hard mine's lately it's been waking up in the middle of the night when I have to use the restroom Mm -hmm. and I come back to bed and if I have the thought "Ooh, I hope I can get back to sleep I bet I won't go back to sleep Uh then I then I I end up sitting up most of the rest of the night it's awful it's like people stress about not sleeping when you're in bed trying to sleep and then you can't sleep it's I know. <laughs> oh, it's so irritating. It's so irritating. Yeah. So irritating. But <laughs> oh, but you know, it's just important. It just we, people need to know it's so important to take care of your mental health as well as your physical health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you know, and for kids too. I really. Oh, yeah. That's something I really want to learn more about is just to kind of how to talk to my child through all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, especially what's happening in the world. I think, um, who was it? Mr. Rogers had mm-hmm. something sweet that he used to tell kids. And it was, you know, basically when there was a tragedy or something and all these kids are seeing it on the TV or whatever, that he said something like, um, you know, look for the helpers. Yep, I love look, that. Word. Look at the helpers. Yeah. And, yep. and how just to kind of change your focus on the helpers and that there's, there's always help. There's always helpers. And yeah. Help. Yep. I love that too. Mm-hmm. I did once have a counselor tell me that because I was anxious that my child will probably be angry. <gasps> 
And How I, would that make you feel? No, I, I, I was like, you're probably right. Cause I was probably, I think this was, I don't know, this is a while ago, three, four years ago, I went to a counselor and um, he was like, yeah, you're, since you're, you know, and the, I think he probably is right. I mean, I don't think Charlotte's crazy anxious, but I do think she worries, she worries about little things. That I think like, she should not be worried about that. Oh, <laughs> Why is yeah. she like, like, I hope my friend's at school today. I'm, I'm worried she's not going to be there. I'm like, well, it's okay. Oh, yeah. I, I think she'll be there. I think you don't need to worry. I mean, you have other friends too, if she happens to not be there. It was just, mm-hmm. it's like, I think she gets these little times when she gets mm-hmm. a little worried about stuff she shouldn't worry about. So mm-hmm. I have to be, I really need to be careful. I mean, they pick up, kids pick up everything. Boy, so. don't they. We, um, we went through a, uh, <laughs> a couple of anxiety phases with Devin. Um, the first one I think was dying and death. Oh yeah, I remember that. Him dying, mostly him or me. Um, and he would just say, "Mommy, I've got that that thought about death again." And I would just be like, "Well, what 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 is it?" You know, patient and and mm-hmm. trying to ask questions and stuff. And I think it was more just like, like I'm you know I'm scared of it or something and. Um, that lasted quite a long time, quite a long time. Thank God that it, it, we're not in that anymore. Cause that was really, that made me anxious. Then yeah, anxiety. <laughs> Cause I'm, we're all kind of afraid of that, but yeah. and then we went into a really strange anxiety phase about the wind, the wind, yes. huh. the wind, terrified of the wind, can't oh, sleep because of the wind thinks the wind's going to knock our house down. Oh, thinks the wind's going to blow us away. And yeah, I know. <laughs> I think we've moved past that one too, but, yeah, good. <laughs> but it's interesting. All those little thoughts that go through your mind when your brain is developing and how, if you don't get them out of your mind, they will control you and you will feel yeah. like you're strange for having those yeah. thoughts. Absolutely. Huh. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to live with pe- people. And if you're having all these feelings to try to hide them. Yes. I mean, I, I, th- I think I'm very good at hiding my feelings. Yeah. I think you're like actually- a lot of my friends or acquaintances, parents at the school would have no idea that I would be like struggling with stuff. I mean, oh. you know, a lot of people hide their feelings and we all, everyone wants to try to look their best self and sure. You know, be their best little happy family, but it's the Facebook world, Hannah. It is a Facebook world. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so that's you know that happy family. I'm I'm great, doing great. Yeah. But most of us aren't doing great, really. Right. Absolutely. So it's good to get it out there, and I think yeah. maybe this could help somebody. You know, absolutely. Say, I'm hurting too. I know what I'm struggling too. Maybe mm-hmm. I should get out. Yeah, really I agree. I think it's absolutely the truth. Yeah, I think so too. So. Well, is that all we want to talk about today in our first episode? I, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that was a big one. That was a big, heavy, heavy that subject. Was a heavy subject. But um, you know, as we start putting these episodes out there, if people have questions or want to talk more about some of this stuff, then you know, we're both absolutely open and. Mm-hmm. Um, willing to talk about it and talk to anybody that we need that needs needs somebody to listen yeah absolutely we're thankful that we've had each other through all this crap. oh i know so. we are so thankful it's mm-hmm. really great and great um but yeah and then also i just wanted to um have a little um 
a side note that neither Hannah or I are psychiatrists or any sort of a practicing professional of mental health or anything, <laughs> anything other than average Joe's. Exactly. Johanna's. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, we just wanted to get the topic out there. Share our thoughts and feelings. So Yeah. Well, everybody take care out there and let us know how we're doing. Yeah, well, talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.